today's Roma Press Podcast is once again brought to you by our wonderful partners at BetUS. We all know that football is in full swing. World Cup is right around the corner, but we also have NBA tipping off as well. So if you want to get the very best odds, prop bets, live and in-match bets, you can go to romapress.net slash bet. Doing so not only helps us out here, but you also get a 125% sign-up bonus through BetUS. So again, romapress.net slash bet and use the promo code ROMABET to claim your 125% Sign up bonus with Bet US. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of. The Roma Press Podcast, we hope you are doing very, very well, or at least better than you were yesterday evening as Roma, they lose 1-0 to Napoli. Before we get to everything, a a couple of items that uh, I want to mention, the first being Roma, they are putting on a contest for supporters with the possibility of uh, winning uh, tickets to the Derby upcoming in a couple of weeks. And because we love Roma so much, Andy, uh, I decided it would be okay if we we moved forward with the favor that they asked of us to uh, not only make mention of it on here, but also to add a banner on the website and within the articles, which we were happy to do. So uh, for details on that, of course, you can go to uh, isroma.com or you can go to romapress.net. And if you check on the homepage or within any of the, uh, within any of the articles, you will see an image that says fly to the Derby. If you just click on that, you can... Uh, find more details there and place your entry there as well. So again, either isroma.com or romapress.net. And then secondly, Andy, um, for those who we had a couple of patrons that that were at the match and they weren't uh, they weren't aware of this story. But I wanted to make mention of it in case anybody was unaware of of what happened. But um, a a journalist colleague of ours, Paola Di Caro, and her husband, Luca Valdiseri, uh, both of whom write for Corriere della Sera. Uh, Luca, he, he writes about Roma. Paola, who is, if there is, okay, like a tier list of, uh, in terms of like, the Ice Roma media. Now she doesn't strictly write about Roma. She she writes about so many things, politics. Uh, she is all over. She does sport, uh, everything for uh, Corriere della Sera. Um, if there is though, like a, a, a tier list, okay, of sweetest, most genuinely kind individuals in this in this little circle of ours. She is without question at the very top of this tier list. 
And again, for those of you who did not see or read the news, uh, Luca and Paola, they tragically lost uh, their 18-year-old son, Francesco, uh, in an auto accident in the middle of last week. My heart absolutely breaks for them. Our thoughts are with them during this incredibly difficult time. And I knew this would happen, but nonetheless, it was still very, very sweet to see Roma uh, pay tribute to him before the match uh, against Napoli. Uh, It it was not so sweet to hear uh, a small faction of Napoli supporters whistling during the uh, moment of silence honoring him. So uh, very, 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 very disrespectful. That I, I have to be honest with you. That really pissed me off. Unacceptable. But anyway, I, I just wanted to make mention of that. My heart absolutely aches for that family. So again, our most sincere sympathies and our thoughts are with them. Andy, I don't know if you've, if you've met Paola in person, but... No, I've heard, I've only heard good things. Yeah, that is very unsurprising. Very few individuals in this line of work as kind, welcoming, and thoughtful as her. So I, I'm I'm absolutely devastated for them. All right, with that said, let's move on now to the match. We made it almost five minutes without having to talk about uh, about the last night. Is there any more time that we that we can kill? Any good movies that you have seen? Anything? Uh, to be honest, uh, no, not a lot okay. of, not oh, a lot of good movies. I, okay. do, I do, I will be attending, mm. uh, uh, a master class by, uh, now this is an obscure reference, but Abel Ferrara, he's the director of, uh, King of New York and Bad Lieutenant with Harvey Keitel, uh, very, very dark, gritty New York film director from the nineties uh you know made a whole bunch of movies about uh corrupt uh, policemen and uh and uh, and uh, evil gangsters and people shooting dope on the street and, and all he that looks stuff. like a guy from new york by he, the way he looks like he's been living in a in a sewage system for <laughs> for years in the best way possible he's a lovely man but he's not very you know when he talks he talks like this and he says yes. dig it man you know what i'm saying man you know and um yeah that's and i'm gonna attend a master class by him in person for 60 minutes i don't know what he's gonna say for an hour mm. because i can't speak uh, for more than a minute um, without saying, you know, no, I'm saying, man, dig it. You know, Oof. it's a uh, man. It's tough, man. It's, you know, dig it. Um, so. So the English is... equivalent of Cassano. <laughs> no, I mean, please. No, 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 because 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 Abel Ferrara actually has a lot of intellect, but he expresses it through his movies. Cassano. Oof. I think he's got a lot of bodily fluids inside of him, and that's Whoa. the most. That opens that's, up a whole. That could open that's up what a whole I can new say about discussion. Him. <laughs> I mean, this, the the stuff that I don't even want to imagine the 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 number of shots for various things that he had to take throughout his mm. career, um, whether it was tetanus, penicillin, or whatever. It just I don't want to imagine. That's the best thing I can say about him. Oof. Now, having wasted what almost uh, eight minutes, I think it's time to get into this. Oh uh, my gosh! Well, but okay. I, I want to no because I want to preface this because you know every time I come on here, I, I 
I don't like shtick. I don't like people who use you know use their platforms to recycle the same old stuff, and you hear the same old thing. And sometimes we 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 drift in that territory, and we risk of making ourselves sound repetitive. And I don't want it. I want to just a tad, come, yeah. Come yeah. here and and be a bit fresh, which is challenging when you're talking about Roma because this is a team that is sort of in this constant loop, um, and. Uh, but I want to, I just, you know, after yesterday's game, I saw the reactions. I heard the reactions. I get some of them, but I also want to quote uh, William Shakespeare, much ado about nothing. And I also want to, uh, which is the Italian equivalent, is the, the qu- equivalent of it in Italian is molto rumore per nulla. Meaning, yes. you know, there's just, <laughs> right, right. there's been so much noise, so much talk after this game. It's a loss. It's a one-nil loss against the team that produced 42 goals in 14 games this season. Okay, this is a, a team that has demolished basically everybody that has been, you know, just breaking all kinds of uh, team records. Whatever. Yes. It's, it's a yes. loss. It's a one-nil loss. Happened. Move on. Move on. You know, it is so funny you say that because I came across a a tweet of one of our journalistic colleagues, and he is generally, in my opinion, one of the most balanced, one of the most fair, level-headed individuals that we have uh, writing about Roma. And I I can't recommend uh, him enough as a follow on Twitter. Matteo Vitale. He writes for Tribal Football and Il Romanista. Uh, Again, very balanced guy. And he said something interesting after last night. He was saying, and I, I couldn't agree more with him, how it is absolutely amazing how in the ambiente, yeah, the environment surrounding Roma, there is always this habit, this tendency to 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 make just a drama out of every single defeat. It doesn't matter what the season or the circumstance, you know, like a it's cinematic It's larger movie. than life. It's larger yes, than life. It's something especially, way bigger than necessary. Especially if you consider the fact that, yes, you lose. You lose on a wonder strike, a beauty. Yeah, but, Omar. But, but mind you, mind we you. We had people blaming Smolik for that. Come on, No, no, man. but mind you, mind you the, 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 the thing about this game is this was a game that was setting up to be a 0-0 draw. You know, a scoreless draw, tough. Yes. You yes. know, hard fought by both sides, but a draw. But if Roma managed to get lucky on a set piece, like they did in the past, you know, then that becomes then that same game becomes uh, Mourinho's masterpiece. That becomes Mourinho's tactical masterclass. Mourinho schooling Spalletti. Mourinho, Mourinho once again getting it right. Yesterday, that's that's not the final outcome. The final outcome is a loss. A loss where uh, one the strongest team in the league, the most informed team, perhaps in Europe, uh, finds a way to score through a beautiful piece of individual action. You keep one of the most dangerous wingers in uh, in Kvara completely, completely do a tame. Thing. Completely no. tame. So you do a wonderful job in that it, with a team that is really banged up. I mean, you have Karsdorp who can't sit at halftime because he's looking at a knee that is getting bigger and bigger because of the swelling. And right. he's keeping he's keeping Kvara in check along with uh, Gianluca Mancini, who, by the way, again, so many people, you know, we get into these things, but 
there there has to be i think in not only in fan judgment but also in media how like why are these stories being told like mancini has been made out to be a crappy player but this season he's been proving everybody that he's up to his level nobody yeah, especially has... with the bookings thing yeah that was the one the, thing but, everybody complained things, about but also just the, the 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 speed the the intelligence in his in in his way of stopping uh, the opponent he's been i think along with other defenders he's really been remarkable this season and the the storyline around him doesn't change Cristante yesterday plays a really good game, but after the game, I still had to read people say, "Oh, you know, get rid of Cristante." Oh, and, come on! You know, man. the 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 one thing that I want to see after these losses is for people to be able to remain level-headed. I don't think that Mourinho yesterday, last night, he loses that match. He walks into the locker room and says, "You guys were shit. You don't play. You don't play. You don't play. You don't play. The next right. game, you don't play. Right. You don't play." No. It, it, I don't think Thiago Pinto is is losing his mind and and uh, going on on transfer market to check who's available in January because of this loss. It's a loss. It's a one loss that perhaps yes, you know, the team could could we have played with more courage offensively? Sure, but this was a game that was prepared to contain the mm. the, the the absolute you know, firepower that Napoli had. This is a team that blasted Liverpool to hell, that blasted Ajax to hell. And the plan was contain them. And for except for that one piece of individual brilliance by Ossiman, we did. That was the job. That was the assignment. And, and they went and did it. Yeah, so I, I said this immediately after in my uh, patron reaction podcast. I, the most difficult thing, and I hate to do it. All of us, just uh, from a human, from a human nature point of view, everybody hates to do this. But giving credit to the opponent, you know, sometimes all you can do is just tip the cap, so to speak. Yeah, just you know, just raise your hands up in exasperation and give credit to the opponent because that's really what. Osimhen's goal is, yeah? I, I mean, it's not as if... Because I, immediately after that, we had a couple of patrons, and, and bless them, okay? I, I'm not criticizing. Um, you know, there were some who were angry at Smalling for for uh, Osimhen's goal. First off, I looked at uh, three different websites to see as far as expected goals uh, is concerning. There we, go again. Of, there we yeah, go well, again. There we go. It was zero point zero five. That's what the expected goals <laughs> um, score, so to speak, was for that particular shot. So basically, every uh, data analysis website tells you this is not a high percentage goal scoring opportunity. It's just not. With that being said, again, sometimes all you have to you can do is just you know. What can you do? Credit the opponent. I, you know, I. It's it sucks that they scored. Now, if we want to talk about things, uh, if we do want to talk about the attack, there is something that I. You just said the way Roman were set up to contain Napoli. I, I agree with that to to a certain point. My my general point of view thus far this season has been, okay, I can live, not to live, but I can at least in the matches where Roma failed to produce a goal, a match where they 
fail to score less than they should, I am at least able to say, okay, well, yes, they may have scored no goals. Yes, they may have scored one, like Atalanta, for instance. Roma, they lose that match, 1-0. to zero, But they, it seemed like they should have scored at least half of a dozen goals in that one. And you say to yourself, okay, you know, it's one of those nights. You are not finding the back of the net. Okay, fine. You, um, uh, you dust yourself off and you come back in the next one. And in a lot of these matches where there is a negative result, I was able to at least view the glass being half full from the perspective of, okay, they're creating chances at least. That's fine. The finishing, it sucks. You know, it sucks to see them eat so many goals, but you know what? Okay, we're creating. Uh, tactically, this is no issue. This is this is clearly a, a, a mental hurdle that a lot of these attackers just simply have to overcome. Fine. I did not do that last night. There was nothing to feel good about from an, an attacking sense, in my opinion. Uh, to win the match with zero shots on goal at home in a 65,000-plus stadium sold out, packed, I, I can't understand that. Now, the other thing that I'm having trouble grasping is why is it Guys like Tammy Abraham, who, again, I mean, what can you and I even say about him at this point? Because there's nothing new I can bring to the discussion. I, I mean, what, what am I supposed to say again? That he's clearly struggling. He's clearly, uh, you know, carrying a weight on his shoulders that he just seems seems unable to rid himself of. I don't know what more I can add to the conversation that really... Uh, um, is new. He and Zaniolo clearly pressing, clearly it's not working for either of them. Now, not that this made me feel better, but uh, we bring on Belotti. We bring on Shomurodov. We bring on El Sharawi. (laughs) Nothing happens for them either. So, Andy, is this because I have maintained all season, this this is nothing to do with tactics. it, it has to do with application. It has to do with uh, perhaps some mental uh, and character struggles. But from a tactical point of view, I, I don't think that is the issue right now. And I, even with last night, I still don't think tactics is a problem. I do think that this has to do with a combination of several factors, first off, to begin with. I think the mental hurdles and the the psychological aspect being the most glaring and obvious one. But last night, I have to tell you, it did not feel good to see like six or seven attackers, okay, struggle to create anything between Abraham, uh, Pellegrini, Belotti, and Zaniolo. This, this is difficult to read out loud, so let me hang on to something because I'm shaking right now as I say it. A total of two shots, zero of which were on target. I, I don't know what more needs to really be added to that. Is this really just a psychological thing? How are you interpreting this? Because I, I, I don't know anymore. 
Last night, I have to tell you, really was a, uh, I have been trying to be less of a pessimist on here because I think throughout the years and the psychological damage that we've had to uh, endure because of uh, this club, we have some scars that are, you know, can sometimes be difficult to rid yourself of. But I have to tell you, even in my, in my mission to stay and look for the brighter things in a match, even when Roma get a less than ideal result, I'm looking from yesterday and I'm, I'm finding it difficult, particularly from uh, an attacking point of view. Well, you know, the, the, the most fascinating thing about this is that this is, you know, we kept our attack from last year. We added Dybala to it. We subtracted Mkhitaryan, who is more playing as a midfielder. Yes. But I think by doing that, you, you shuffle the cards and, you know, you, you change things. And with Dybala, it worked because, because you've, you gave him the game. Basically, you handed him the ball. He was you made him the, the 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 leading figure in that attack, and as long as he was there, it worked because of that. Because you knew that everything sort of revolved around him. That once your plan A doesn't work, he's there, you know, and he's got you. And now that he's not there, it's kind of like taking away from last year's side, Mkhitaryan, who, again, you know, he went into double figures in 2020-2021, um, in so the, the season before that, he, 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 had, um, he had 13 goals, 10 assists in Serie A. Last year, Mkhitaryan with us, he had five goals, six assists, but his presence was so important. He created so much of that, and his, uh, his role in the team basically allowed everybody to to sort of feed off of that um somebody like because mind you last season the problem was also nobody was scoring besides abraham who was scoring besides abraham you know yeah nobody nobody was scoring, nobody nobody. Was scoring besides abraham abraham had 24 goals last season but nobody was scoring besides so you you know you, there there was already something there but but the the way the attack revolved around Mikitarian allowed and and that change of him playing deeper being allowed to to have a sort of a more multifaceted role really benefited a lot of of how the team moved on the pitch now roma find themselves without that reference point somebody like pellegrini in dibala's absence has to drop deeper cannot really uh, express himself as well as he as he would normally if he were playing more up front. That immediately takes away a lot from his game because he Pellegrini has always been more offensively minded. Zagnolo is still figuring things out, but there is a lot of pressure on him. He's never really faced that kind of pressure, and uh, and he's trying to make things work. But he's also being relied upon as as the guy who basically has to be kind of like Salah was for Spalletti, right? Like wherever the opponent leaves a hole in the defense or wherever there is a bit of space, that's where Zaniolo is supposed to be. So he's he's basically told, do everything. But then the expectation is, do everything really well. And so for a guy like Zaniolo, who's never faced that kind of pressure before, once that moment happens, he gets into his head. He does everything right besides the last thing, except for the for you know for for making the key pass or getting a shot on target. 
everything else is fine. That is the problem. And Tammy, same. Tammy, same. Finds himself in a situation where he's not getting the kind of service that he was used to. He's not. He's just simply not getting that kind of service. And and so he is clearly uh, struggling as to, okay, what, what is my role? What do they want from me? Mm. Because last year, there was that. He was he was he was clearly taking the team on his back, and I mean the the stats in his big matches last season were very impressive and very telling of that. But there was also that kind of knowledge of okay, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna get rewarded by getting a beautiful goal right in front, you know, a beautiful ball right in front of goal, and that's I score, and that's how I go. Now he's not getting that. The team is not really delivering him consistent quality balls, and and so you have this malfunctioning attack where anybody who comes in faces the same problem because everybody's playing a different instrument. There is no orchestra. There is there is the conductor in Dybala is off. The 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 would have been conductor in Gini Wijnaldum, who again I stress the importance of it because that's that changes immediately mm. the quality of the football that you're playing is off. No loss so of camera this, though, no? I the, Mari Kamara now is good. Yeah, yeah, but we're talking about different players, different no, resumes. I know, I know, I know. The, you know, the, 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 the fact is that this team lacks reference points. It lacks reference points, meaning once, once they go in front of the opponent, once they find themselves... Yesterday, they spent so much energy in containing Napoli that for a team like Roma, in that position, in the situation that we're currently in, to even think about spending the same amount of energy in trying to figure out their attack yesterday is, you know, forget about it. It's not going to happen. And I think Mourinho, part of him knew it. He said, I want to win the game, sure. But I think he would have been even more satisfied had we gotten a draw, you know, in the sense that th- this, he knew how how much effort this team, this this match cost his team. And, and uh, if, if, Roma are going to figure out their attack. It's not going to happen in a game of this caliber, of this of this amount of pressure, um, the level of the opponent. No. Roma have to find a way because this is getting worrying. But it's not a problem that I think people, people, people treat it like something new. But they also have to take into consideration the circumstances that led up to this. You know, you kept the attack from last year. Fine. And that's fine. That's not a problem because that's you know it's you kept an important core, but you also you also changed cards, you shuffled cards, you have shuffled the deck, and 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 you miss some key some key players around which the whole project, the whole idea of how you were supposed to move around the pitch this year was based on, and and once the pressure is on, once the spot the, the headlights are on, you 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 feel like. Uh, okay, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You know, we have to contain Napoli, but now we also have to create. Roma are not there yet. You know, it's these are the limitations. The limitations mm. of a team that is is still growing, where guys like Zaniolo, Abraham are not used to this kind of pressure. Guys like Pellegrini, who uh, is is constantly playing injured because Pellegrini has been dealing with an injury for the past few months. You know, it's something that has been nagging him, and uh, and he cannot. Once you you tell him, okay, now you have to drop down deeper. He's he, he's not gonna be able to to impact the game the same way as he would 
um, if you were if you were telling him, okay, like now, feel free to play behind the striker, take more, you know, run a bit more forward. You can leave a bit more space in the midfield. You know, you don't have to sit so tightly next to Cristante and whoever else is there. So it's it's a it's a bizarre concoction of of of, of issues. Um, part of me I, yesterday, I thought again, again, I thought. Man, this in this World Cup break is is wonderful. Like it sucks, yes. but it's wonderful. Yes. It sucks because you know we all it, it just messes up. It also messes up your schedule. The, these players are getting hurt because of that. Because it's so intense. Because there is this thing that it's standing in your way, and also it disrupts the flow of the season. But that's what Rome are looking for. That at this point, with with how Mourinho has described this team over recent weeks, he's been stressing it so many times fatigue mental fatigue 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 and it's october and he's talking about fatigue then god bless the world cup break because there (laughs) needs to be a moment where the team has time to figure things out they haven't had that time they spent all of preseason figuring out how to incorporate dibala they they managed to do it he gets hurt he's off the team clearly struggles they spend Time and time chasing Vinaldum. Vinaldum gets in. The whole plan is to up the quality of the side by having him and Dybala on the pitch. Both of them are not there. So to me, this is this is a team that is completely like running on fumes. I mean, you had Karsdorp who is not even supposed to play. He's playing on a bad knee. He had meniscus surgery less than a month ago. Right. Not even one four months ago. So so we're we're talking about a team that is really in the absence of Nikola Zaleski, they have to rely on Karsdorp, who has a knee that is swelling with this, the size of a watermelon. And uh and that really tells you all about the situation we're in. Doesn't mean because leading up to this game, everybody was happy. You know, everybody was happy. Everybody was, oh, we're only four points off Napoli. Now, you know, now this is this is this is what happens sometimes. OK, and it, 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 people, players are getting hurt. This is the situation we're in. But the, the truth of the, of the matter is, God bless the, the World Cup break that is, is, is nearing because uh, the Roma badly needed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Okay, we are going to take a very brief break and we will be right back. A very quick break now to tell you about the all-new Zencaster all-in-one podcasting platform. First, we have to begin, though, by thanking Zencaster for supporting us here. We have been using Zencaster, Andy and myself, since 2019, and it has served us incredibly well, particularly when he and I are both traveling and on the road. But now Zencaster has taken it to an all-new level. They were already a great platform, but now they've made it somehow even better. They have absolutely simplified the podcasting process. You no longer need the equivalent of Abbey Road Studios in your home to produce high quality content thanks to Zencaster. You get studio quality audio recordings, 1080p video with the ability to add your own logo on top of it, as well as embed players for audio and video to make sharing all of your content incredibly easy. You can go to Zencaster, that is Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R dot com slash pricing and use code Roma Press 
and you'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. We want you to have the same seamless, flawless, and enjoyable experience of podcasting, video creation, content creation in general as Andy and myself have had. Again, Zencaster.com slash pricing and use promo code Roma Press for 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, let's get back to it. Oh, there's no doubt about that. They absolutely need it. I am only concerned because, again, I... I don't want to come on here and there's no need to make a big drama out of last night. I, I am complete agreement with you that, you know, this just happens. This is a very good Napoli. This is a, a very thin Roma without their best attacker, without two, uh, two of their starting wingbacks, basically no, uh, anybody to rotate at central defense. I mean, do you remember there's a guy named Marash Kumbula? Again, I know he returned recently. I came close to asking Roma, hey, we need a photo of him holding today's newspaper because... No, he returned and he got hurt again. And then he's yes. back now. And then we got Selik, who knee injury, maybe back for the next match. Who knows? Who knows? But these are the things that now matter. Like, uh, you know, uh, did you ever think that leading up to an important game against Napoli, you'd be there wondering, oh, my God, did did did, uh, did Zaleski have, have diarrhea yesterday or is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? Like, what, what's going on? You know, you this is the situation we're in. So and it happens like these are team these teams this year are are facing uh, everybody's facing the same issue but with a team like Roma that are they're not a well-oiled machine meaning they're they're a team that wants to become that side that you know it doesn't matter who plays anybody can slot in you know like Napoli Napoli have found a way to make it work whoever plays makes it work Roma no they they still have to figure things out and it's a long process and it's gonna be painful so you better get used to it and I see a mm. lot of Mourinho fans getting pissed off at Mourinho for sticking to some of his decision making and it doesn't really sound like your fans at all but okay I don't want to you know I'm not gonna make too many judgments but yeah you know <laughs> take a look at yourself in the mirror think uh i'm, 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 Oof, I'm a Mourinho okay fan you're declaring or, war now okay I'm de- I, uh, hold on. this but, but, podcast but, but, yes i'm declaring oh the final gosh. minutes of this episode i'm declaring war no not really yeah, but it okay. just it the the matter is it's it's going to be a problematic. It always was going to be if you are facing, uh, you know, if you are a Roma team that is that is uh, trying to to make things work without some of its key elements with a team that is clearly still lacking experience. Because believe it or not, hey, you win a trophy, sure that gives you a certain confidence, a certain belief, and we saw that in some players. Look at Ibanez, look at Mancini. They they look revitalized you know they look like they've upped their game after the conference league win 
but it's still a side that has ways and ways. It's still yeah. a side that is learning. And this season has been so packed. The schedule has been so packed. You, you are never going to have a, a team that is fully set, knows exactly what it wants to do when you have this much of, of, of uh, you know, situations going against you. So we are waiting for the World Cup break. We are waiting for the Japan tour. We are waiting for the Portugal tour. And hopefully, hopefully in January, we are all ready, you know, for a new season, which is, it's going to be a new season, like it or not. Yes. A lot of teams, they're not going to be the same anymore. A lot of teams will change managers. Uh, teams like Napoli, hey, who knows what happens? Teams like Milan, who knows what happens? Teams like Udinese, who knows what happens? It's going to be different and for Roma as well. Yeah, I, you know, this this World Cup break, uh, it, it kind of reminds me, if you remember a couple of years ago, uh, very reminiscent of uh, what the break did to Lazio. Yeah, remember, they were rolling, rolling. And I thought they were going to win the Scudetto. I was actually petrified at that happening. But then you remember, yeah, uh, what was it? February, March, they have the break a- a- and they return. And it was devastating to them. Yeah. Remember? Same, I same mean, they thing fell as, uh, same, same thing for Napoli. Napoli started red hot. Red hot. Not as red hot as this year, but red hot. And now this is a new reality for a lot of teams. Nobody really knows what's going to happen in January. Nobody knows. It's so different. Players are going to have to fight to stay in shape. They're going to have to fight to stay in shape. I mean, imagine... Imagine you're, you know, you're, uh, you're Western McKinney. You, you, you're, you're, you're in the middle of Thanksgiving at the World Cup. Are, are the USA in, in the World Cup? I don't even know. But anyway, you're, you're in you're, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas about. coming up, and then you show up in January at the Continessa, and, and, and you know, you look, uh, you look like, uh, hey, you look like uh, Bobby Bacala, you know? So <laughs> that's what I'm saying, you know? Either. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I understand fully what you are We're saying. We're awaiting um, a new reality. Roma, the, 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 are for whatever is worth, for whatever has happened so far, they're in a good position, and they're just praying. I can tell you, they're praying for that World Cup break. Mourinho cannot. You're wait making the sound as if it is a Titanic, and we just need to make it at least a quarter of the way <laughs> to the, the uh, to the destination. As long as yes. we make it there without yes. hitting the yes, iceberg, yes, yes. We're I want to get okay. into that little tiny boat. I don't care about the others. I I don't want to freeze my ass off. I just want to get into that boat. You know, put the little little life saving jacket. I need it, man. I need it. Roma need it. So, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe we we hit another iceberg. You know, who knows? But but we got the whistle. We got the life-saving jacket with Dybala, with Wijnaldum hopefully coming back. You know, the whole the whole shebang. Well, the parallels you just drew from that are astounding. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I agree with you. I do think the timing of this World Cup in... I have not paid enough attention outside of Serie A to to see what effect or what level the effect has had. But I would imagine for a lot of guys that are taking part, and maybe this is just me looking for an excuse for for Tammy Abraham, it has to be weighing on you in some way, uh, some way, shape, or form. I don't know to what extent, but I don't know. I just don't like the timing of this thing. I've said from the beginning that, that 
this entire World Cup. I, I couldn't have cared less about it. Um, I won't be watching or really paying much attention to it. Um, I have to say that before we go, you you, you brought up like Zaniolo. I don't know if anybody caught this. I'm sure you did. But did you see uh, in the uh, pre-match, uh, Mourinho was really going uh, out of his way, it seemed like, to defend the guy? Going out of his way to yeah 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 for sure reassure everybody that he has not lost yes even an ounce of faith in the guy yes um yes. me personally this is a very very boomer thing to say maybe I don't know I I love seeing that I I <laughs> I don't know because it seems like he has become sort of uh, the 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 whipping boy you know you you have. Uh, you know, nine people underperform, but Zaniolo seems to be the first one that everybody uh, seems to discuss. Never mind that this guy has knees made of uh, 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 um, fake, I, I don't know, like fake plastic or fiberglass or something, and he's still relatively young. Um, I, I'm, I, I guess I just get confused as to why he seems to be the first one that everybody takes issue with. I, I Maybe I'm just drawing unfair conclusions because of our Twitter. Uh, I, I have to admit that I am guilty of looking at what the temperature is like by our Twitter replies. And I'm sure you do this too, because we get some real gems at times. Um, it always seems to be Zaniolo, uh, Pellegrini, and sometimes Tammy Abraham, but really it's Pellegrini and Zaniolo. They always seem to be the ones that draw the the ire or the blame for some reason as to why Roma lost this match or dropped points in this match. It's very confusing to me. But I, I guess my, my own, not my only concern, but my worry from yesterday is, and I, I mentioned this also in the post-match podcast, and I'm strictly referring to, to, to Tammy Abraham in this sense. You know, last season, even in the matches he didn't score, you could still feel his impact. You could see um, a sort of work rate effort that is just not evident this season, and I always go back to the Fiorentina match. I know it was his first match at Roma of last season. He didn't score a goal, but if you look at how lively he was in so many areas of the pitch, oh no, it, it, it's a completely he... different attitude. Like uh, he, you know, there were these big matches where he just, you know, spent uh, time amping up the crowd. You know, he was much more engaged. You could clearly see that he was. He was in the moment that he embraced it. Now he's running away from it. Him, yeah, Zaniolo. But, but, but why is that the case is what I'm ultimately getting to. I'm because, telling because you, man. It, it looks like he, he looks so devastated psychologically. He looks devastated, devastated because devastated. it's not working. It's not working from him. He's, for him, it's not. The, 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 the play doesn't revolve around him like it used to. The, quali- the, the quality of service is not working. It's not up, up to par as it was last season. Uh, he is still putting the pieces together and he's in a, he's for the first time perhaps in a position where the pressure is getting to him because he is in a big pressure situation you know last season i don't know how many people um were expecting a lot from him i remember a lot of people were like ah you know that's a lot of money and who knows i mean shomurodov he looks so red hot in the preseason he's going to he's going to have a spot and then Tammy just boom, he just wins our hearts, and we all go crazy for him. And that Tammy is no not there now. He's not there because just not even 
in terms of technique, in terms of the decision making, just the attitude. He's not there. It's there is somebody on the pitch, but it's not Tammy. It's not Tammy. It's not the guy who was all in, all in. 90 minutes doesn't didn't matter if Mourinho was squeezing him, was was just forcing him to be out there, you know, after playing three games in a row within like what a week. He'd still put oh, a thousand percent out there. Now you have to question uh, what's going on. You have to question this is a player that's running away from the situation he's supposed to embrace. And uh and and that's unfortunate, but I think that's that's happening to a lot of people. You don't have somebody like El Sharawi, a consummate veteran, somebody who knows this place, who knows this environment, coming in and making a difference. He's not making a difference. So, you know, you're not seeing Shamurodov uh, overtake the others, say, oh, this is my moment to shine. You know, I'm I'm Uzbekistan's leading goal, goal scorer, but... I don't get a chance here, but so I want to prove myself, and I'm going to prove myself. No, you don't get it. You don't have that. There is, there is, everybody's running away from from the most crucial uh, situation that the team is facing, the the most painful one, which is costing you points. It's costing you, uh, you know, um, heart attacks among fans and probably also Mourinho. Um, it's it's uh, it's painful. It's a situation where you really have to wonder. Is it going to be be solved? Because if not, then we're facing a, a pretty, pretty, very, very, very oh long my season. God. Oh my god! No, I can't that's, go there. No, that's no, no. It's, no. That's oh my why god! I'm it's saying, a Monday, man. That's why I'm saying, oh give god. me the World Cup break. Give it to me because I want to see fresh minds, fresh legs. You know, players returning from injuries, players gaining confidence instead of losing it every game. You know, it's tough for a guy to recover within what now, you know, he goes off. Tommy Abram leaves the stadium yesterday and he goes off and now he's supposed to perform in, in freaking Finland, you know, to to and maintain the same level of, of, of focus and desire. So it's uh, that's 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 how it is. And that's how it, it will be unless Roma find solutions and they need to find them soon enough. If not, then bring on the World Cup. Uh, break and that's who we are nobody's more excited for this world cup than you i, I we, we have to find uh be, because no no uh, azuri in the tournament we have to uh we have to find teams um i i had no idea how excited and how uh, uh joyful you were uh for this world cup you you now yes <laughs> you've you've kept it completely hidden so please um we we need the official uh, Roma Press World Cup squad. Um, yeah, we'll have to find. I I, I keep going back to Canada. I, I'm I'm all for Canada. Um, I, I I can't think of much. Uh, I can't think of a more um, appealing country to to support for this World Cup. Um, so we'll we'll mull it over. But anyway, we will be back later in the week to uh, preview Roma. <sighs> They're in really? the Europa League, and then they <laughs> really <laughs> they have the Europa League, and then they have to go to the Bank to Goli. So, I mean, if you can think of a, a worse week from a personal point of view, I, I I'd be hard pressed to think of from artificial co- pitch to to the Bank to Goli. Okay, All right, yeah, from from Finland to uh, to the Bank to Goli, artificial pitch to one with um, 
heroin potatoes and heroin Uh, yeah hanging all of it okay all right we will leave it there everyone we'll chat with you in a few days until next time ciao every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.